What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bully Talk Podcast. I am your host, Montone Barbudo, aka Bearded Bully. And today I have somebody special with me. Today I have my father. And, um, Daddy. My dad. Yeah, he feels some way about the father word. But I have my dad with me. And, uh, I just felt like it was something, something I wanted to do for myself. It's not really for an episode. I just felt like I could always go back and listen to this, you know? People could kind of get a feel of you and the way I am because, you know, I'm just like you. So, I do have a question that I want to ask. And I would like your your standpoint on it. Yeah, okay. So, I remember back in the day when I was in high school, my teacher had me do a report about the word nigga. And I had to go around and ask people from different generations how they felt and how much it's changed from before to now. What is your your view on how my generation uses it so freely? Like, how do you feel about that? I know one thing about that word. I remember when you did that report. I think you done, you done pretty well on that report. I told you about why black people all got to be the one to call people their niggas, but you never hear black, white people calling people their crackers. You never hear Spanish people calling people their spit because they know that's disrespectful. They don't, they respect each other enough to not call them that. Black people, they step on each other and all think that's cool. But as soon as someone Spanish or someone white say it, they, they get offended. But they don't go to their Spanish friends and tell them, yo, you my spit. You don't go to their white friend and tell you my cracker. But they go to their brother friend and call him my nigga. Then they won't respect. That's how I feel about that. Do you think that we can, like, ever change that the narrative of that word like young kids today are not like the kids were when we were growing up it's their word today people like me don't even exist i mean we don't have no say so in the world anymore because i don't work all i do is collect checks but when i was out there nine to five hitting the bricks working every day putting into the economy yeah but now i don't do that right what we have to do is we have to learn to live in the world they have today. Because the people are running the world today are our kids. Most of them in their 20s and 30s. They're the kids that we produce. Most of them in our 60s. Well, that's about what they, all their kids are. 30, 40. They're the ones that's running the world. We have to live in their world. So, I mean, really, I done done my part. That's all I can say. Understand. Understand. I don't think like, I understand the derogatory term of it, and I see how we try to spin it yeah, to make to it make better. Yeah, y'all like a gathering or, or a brother thing. But if that was the case, why come with someone outside black saying, y'all get, your black people get offended? But they won't go to there like this Spanish friend and come, you my spit. You know what? Just think about why. Think about it. But yet still you let them walk right in your hood and call you out your name and you think that is cool. That's supposed to be a bonding. Back in the day, you know, we don't roll like that, but y'all roll like that today. That's why it's your world. You know, we just living in it now. I don't do nothing but collect checks. 
one thing I, I realized, like, oh, away from the, the, the nigga word and all of that, like, just the, the, the change. It seemed like back then y'all was more family-oriented and keeping things together. It's like now it's every man for themselves. Yeah. A lot of families don't really stick along, stick together like that. And nobody wants to help or, or like, keep it together. It's all, everybody's for themselves. That is true because the way society is today, the mother and the father both have to work to make ends meet. That's the that's the new change today. Back when we were coming up, it wasn't like that. Father worked, mother raised kids. But fam, you learned a lot when there was a home gathering. You learned your manners at the table. Could you pass me the salt, please? Pass me the chicken, please. You learned good manners at the table. Good manners ain't nothing but respect. You carry that with you your whole life. If you learn good manners at the table, you will respect people. Because that's all it is. You learn it from your mother and father. Kids today, don't sit down and eat dinner. When I was growing up, my father, mother, and all of us ate dinner together. That that was then. It's a different world now. Now, mother and father both have to work to live a decent, decent life. That's the difference. Uh, do you think, alright, now, you're 50 plus, I ain't gonna put your age out there, and you've seen, I know you've seen changes from when you was a kid to now, I feel like we're losing, as in a black community, like a black culture, like, we want respect, but... We don't know how to go about getting it the right way. Look, most look, most of the kids today, y'all look, they want they love social media have messed up this young society. I, agree. I look at the TV, the girls, everything they do, they post their business. Oh, I post my check so it'll be long before I get on, before I even go to work. What good is posting your check? Letting everybody know you got paid. So if I need some money, I know who to go see. I mean, people throw their money out there, let everybody know they got money. They go everywhere, they post everything. I mean, when I was growing up, we couldn't do that. But, you know, we didn't put our business out there. Now everybody, business, social media, is more popular than TV. Now, I have a question. Do you think social media, if y'all had social media, do you think y'all still would have grew up how y'all did? How could you? No, it's no way we could have grown up the way we did if we had social media. When I was growing up, our biggest electronic thing was an AMM FM radio. <laughs> That's all we had. We had one of them in our pockets. Oh, man, we thought we was joint. We walk around, we got our own private music. That's all I think. That was the most electronic thing that everybody wanted. Oh, or maybe a walkie-talkie that worked only until you get across the street. <laughs> That was the only electronic thing that we had. That's the that's the earth we were raised up in. Y'all raised up in cell phones. You know, everything that's Internet, all of that. All that. I mean, how can you be the same person? You can be famous on social media. Yeah, that's right. You can be famous. That's absolutely you can right. More people see you on social media than TV. Now, how can you be the same person? Uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. 
Social media did change, destroy, change the world. Destroy, destroy, this people use it for the wrong reason. Social media can be good. It's a gift and a curse. That's right. It's, it works both ways. I mean, you. I mean, I have met some close friends I haven't seen in years on social media, and if it social media, I probably would have never met them. But mm-hmm. you know, it's good like that. But people use that. Facebook introduced that to start fights, arguments, and stuff. I mean, really. I just, they always say something's wrong with the black community. I wouldn't say that. If you go in the Jewish community, the Jews are fighting the Jews. You go in the Italian community, the Italians are fighting the Italians. You go in this Puerto Rican community, the Puerto Rican fighting the Puerto Rican. You know why? Because that's who you hang out with. You hang out with your own people. they the one that's going to give you all the problems. So, why is it only. Because I feel like only black problems get televised. Because we are the only ones in this country that white people are concerned about. They want to always make black. You don't see them stepping on Chinese people. You don't see them stepping on Italians or none of that. It's always black people. We're the only people in this country that white people are concerned to make sure we don't go nowhere. They always want to be controlled. We don't want to get trying to control. They're always controlling black people. If they can control black people, the rest of them don't count. They ain't no threat. Hmm. The rest of them don't count. Because we're the majority. And we are the majority. We're the one that fight for everybody. Every time and they nobody got a problem. Nobody fight for us. That's right. We, we fight for we, Every time they got a problem, who are they going to see? Al Sharper, the Cronin, the big time uh, 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 lawyer. I mean, black people fight for everybody. But don't nobody fight. Everybody want to be black till it's. Till uh, you got to run the street at night, the cop got you, you want a gun in your head. They oh, oh, I don't like that part of being black. But they want to be the swag and shit. All oh, oh, the good stuff with black they want. But they don't know riding that night by itself and the threat that black people go through. They don't want that part of being black. Oh, no. They just want the, the shiny. Yeah, they want, they want, they want to the, the, the part they glossed on what they think is black. You know, the, 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 the rap and all this stuff had turned around backwards. You know, that they, they want the good part of being black. They don't want the bad part of being black. I got a question. When you was coming up, you had the Black Panther Party, right? That's true. We have the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Do you see, like, a, a correlation or, like, similarities with them or, like... I, it, well, black Panther, the Black Panther Party was doing something for the black community. The neighborhood. Uh, black lives, I don't, name me one thing they done for the black neighborhood. But name me one thing that they have done for the black neighborhood. Black Panther, they would, you know, get medical assistance, education for people, feeding the people and stuff like that. Black lives matter, don't do that. Yeah, and the lady just stepped down too. Uh, so I'm not saying that, but it's going to take black lives matter to change what's going on. And the thing about that is, it won't change overnight. It will take maybe a hundred years from now for black people to really be on a level of white people, not even on a level, close to on a level of white people. Won't none of us be around to see when that do happen. Because we are starting it. The start never look at to set the start of the finish. No. Yeah. It's just starting. Because look what we've been doing for all these years. All these years. And white people, and, and all we did is protest and and all we see them do, they still shooting black people in the back. They still doing the same thing. Yeah, don't protest, man. I mean, really, I mean, really, we've been protesting for a hundred years. And look, they, 
it don't mean nothing to white people. Nothing. They still kill black people. They don't mean nothing to them. Nothing. Hmm. They have a system set up so that we don't progress. It starts from the schools. When you take your child to school, a very small child, and you take him to that white teacher. For then, next thing you know, she done forgave him. Oh, you can't learn to do media class. So then he got a record. He go to a, 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 a special classroom to not learn nothing. That's what they do. It starts in the school. From there, he go to junior high school. Now he's in detention. So now he got a record. So then the other white teachers, when they see him, they look at his record. The first time that kid messed up, they're going to send him nowhere because he got a record already. That followed him all the way to the jailhouse. Followed him all the way to the jailhouse. Once they put, they start mocking you in school from a little child, you don't learn, and then they start disciplining you. Every time you go to another school or anywhere you go, you look at your record. The first thing they think, that white teacher, he a troublemaker. He a troublemaker. That follow you your whole life. The white, it's, a, it's a, a, an express line from elementary school all the way to the penitentiary. A lot of them kids go through that shit only because white people put them in that direction. White people put them in that direction. They start off messing with them and not trying to educate them, trying to make them look stupid so they put them in a stupid direction. Oh, he can't learn to go over media. Oh, he need to go to Votech school. He, you know, they got all this stuff to, to, to make sure that you don't learn. I mean, the system is totally against black people. Always have been. Yeah. Always have been. Yeah. Now, you, when you send your child to school, you send your child, most of the time, someone that was a white teacher, probably more white teachers than black teachers. They don't need to have black teacher no more. They want your kid to be introduced to a white supremacy so they will start them off young, let them know white is better. They will let your kids see that a white child is treated better than a black child. So now already your kids are being programmed to realize that white people are better because that white teacher is is making that scene and your child don't know no better. But they are being programmed from very young to know that white people are better. The white teacher took starts that. She go punish the black kid and tell the white kid, go sit there and I'll talk to you later. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Go sit over there in the corner. You know, make them get a record. Start off them with a record. And that record will follow them from elementary to junior high. That's why black kids don't graduate. Because when they get to a certain level, they look at it. See, blah, blah, blah. With all the stress and pressure that he done been through, he don't want to learn nothing. Because what he done been through. Everywhere he goes, when they look at his record, they think he's a troublemaker, he can't learn, so they put him in that direction. From there, he go out, can't drop out of school, and then he can't get a job. Can't get a job because stop selling drugs. Now what he drugs? They want that because they know. That's the road to the penitentiary. That's what that does. That's the system they got for young kids. Well, you see your dog on your young child's school, and most of the teachers in that school are white. Even the whole black neighborhood. That's, that's how they started. That's how they keep their superior power. They start off very young, teaching them that white is better. And white teachers do that shit. Half of the teachers in this country 
80% of them are white. They don't need a loud black teacher. They try to keep them out of school. Because them black teachers go in there and try to put them in the right direction. And then white teachers say, oh, no, you ain't. Oh, no, you ain't. You ain't going to teach them that. You ain't teaching no black history in this, in this school. Because our whole black history is white people stepping on black people in this country. You far you go back in this country. It doesn't matter. It's Our history is white people suppressing black people, and they still do it. I don't care how where you go. Black Wall Street, I don't care. Rosewood, everywhere you go, white people have taken from black people. They don't see nothing wrong with that. They don't want to teach that history. That's our history in this country. They don't want to teach it. We have, we don't have a good history in this country. Everywhere we have been, we hung from trees, come from the wall. You know, we got shit inside the bushes and all that shit. Soldiers put on suits. Black guys wore suits. Can't even use the damn restroom. But yes, just a, a white man, a bummer, ain't got nothing. He can go right in there and use it. That's our history. They don't want to teach that. And most white people don't, don't want to accept it. We are fighting a mindset. That's what we're doing. A mindset. The way they think. That's what we're doing. Well, nothing changed until you change the mindset. Mm. Nothing. And on that note, I'm going to wrap this episode up. Pretty sure my dad dropped some gems. He always dropping a gem or two. I'm going to hear this later and pick out certain parts that I like. But, Dad, I appreciate you coming and uh, joining the episode. I feel like people might like this because you definitely bring in a different perspective and a different point of view on things. And, you know, I love you, man. I appreciate it. No, no doubt about it, son. Anytime, man. Anytime, son. Especially when it comes to the white supremacy in this country. I hate white privilege. <laughs> Yo, make sure y'all follow the Instagram. Make sure y'all follow the Facebook, Bully Talk Podcast. Follow me on Twitter, Podcast Bully. I'm out. <laughs>